Hello, everyone. Welcome back to HR Works Podcast's 5-Minute Fridays. I am your host, Jim Davis, and the editor of the HR Daily Advisor. In these shorter segments, we showcase portions of interviews that don't necessarily make it into longer episodes or other content, but that we still wanted to share with you anyway. Today, I'm happy to share a few minutes of my recent interview with Morgan Mercer. Morgan is the founder and chief executive officer of VantagePoint, an organization that strives to leverage virtual reality immersive technology to tackle complex training challenges, such as sexual harassment training and diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. The rest of this podcast will be focused on VR, sexual harassment, and DI training, and that will be aired next Tuesday, April 13th. Thank you so much, Morgan, for taking the time to join me today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, I just want to talk briefly about sort of the the training, learning, and development landscape in general. Um, what changes to that landscape have you noticed over the last year? Absolutely. So I think that the last year presented, obviously, a lot of changes to the workforce and work court culture more broadly, right? We see that we've now moved towards a distributed team format, which is not necessarily something that you know, I I think that anyone would have assumed that we would have moved towards in this fashion if COVID-19 hadn't happened. And obviously that has an impact to learning. It has an impact to the ways that employees are learning. And obviously it has an impact to um, the skills that employees need within an organization and the ways that employees need to feel the sense of connectedness to an organization. So some of the things that we've seen, you know, from a lot of the clients that we work with are more of a focus on this you know, on-demand learning, being able to learn at any time, any pace. I think a lot of companies have, um, you know, realized that their employees have families, their employees have other commitments. And we've seen this interesting mesh of our personal and professional lives happen throughout the duration of the pandemic, where, you know, for those of us who have kids um, sitting at home, you know, it's, it's really hard to stagger out our days. So there's a real need for Um, the ability to build your learning journey around what your daily schedule looks like and really accommodate that to your your day-to-day. So we've seen a lot of focus on this anywhere, anytime learning, this on-demand learning. We've seen a lot of focus on uh, the need for micro-learning. So having things that are a little bit more digestible and bite-sized and then being able to integrate that back into the culture. And we've seen a need for holistic solutions and systems that really work across different platforms and can really help reinforce behaviors. Because again, tying back to the sense of connectedness, when we're all at home, um, you know, having the ability to reinforce behaviors over a continued length of time really helps to um, bring back the sense of connectedness to the workforce because you really need to have these immersive and these adaptive systems Um, because you can't do anything that's instructor-led or face-to-face or within an office with your colleagues. So I I think that those are the primary impacts that we've seen on our end. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. You know, a lot of what HR has gone through over the, you know, since the pandemic began was stopgap measures. You know, they were, challenges were popping up left and right. And so a lot of things were tried. And I think a lot of people learned from the last year. And the next year will be an improvement um, and something a little bit different. What lessons have we learned that will stick um, over over the next year or two, in your opinion? We've learned a lot about the varied needs, right? And I, I think that goes towards even equity versus equality, which is something that we train on. But every single person within your workforce and organization has a variety of needs. And I think historically, we've always seen HR, quote unquote, employee benefits, 
as these things that we roll out more so in a blanket format or a blanket fashion um, with very little adaptability within an organization, meaning sure you have parental leave, you can have uh, you know remote work hours, you can bring your dog into the office, but they're company-wide policies and they really don't take into account the individualized situation of an employee. So for example, if I'm you know, at home with my two kids, my needs are going to be very different versus if I am at home and, you know, I, I don't have children, but at the same time, I may be supporting a family member who's sick, etc. So I think a lot of organizations are really seeing that they need to create more personalized policies and, and more personalized offerings for their employees. And I think that that's something that's really going to stick. A few other things that we've seen are the need for things like um, support, of a family, right? So um, whether that be flexible work schedules, completely understanding if people need to reschedule meetings, etc. So a little bit more fluidity in the day-to-day -day work style, or whether that be things like um, support for childcare programs, or support for after-school programs, or support for um, you know different ways of learning, different ways of engaging. Otherwise, other than excuse me, what a company would normally do um, for their employees, because again. You know, when we're taken from a situation where we used to always, you know, go to the office, be together, and all of a sudden now we're home and there's no way to separate personal from professional life, there's an emphasis on companies showing up for employees within that gray area of the personal overlapping with professional life. I think something else that we're going to see um, as a sustainable rollout is companies starting to support mental health and mental wellness, because I think that even with COVID-19, that was a lot for many people to handle. But then, of course, we had so many different things from movements to elections, um, you know, social justice issues that were really brought to light. And these really have an impact on employees and on their well-being and on how they're able to show up as their best self, whether they're showing up online or whether they're showing up in person. And so those are all things that we behind the scenes have been having a lot of conversations with CHROs and chief DNI officers about in terms of the ways that they're rolling out their policies for the coming years. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, things certainly are, are different and challenging in, in a brand new way. And that, that whole concept of personalization is, you know, um, hardly individual to, to the learning and development realm. It's something that everyone, which I think you were suggesting, it's something that everyone is going to have to get a lot better at. Um, well, thank you again so much for uh, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Me too. Listeners, I certainly hope you are all enjoying these smaller episodes. If you found this interesting, please consider checking in next Tuesday, April 13th, when I'll share a full-length podcast episode with you all, and it'll be a further discussion with Morgan uh, along a similar vein, but specifically focusing on virtual reality, sexual harassment, and DEI training. Thank you very much. This is Jim Davis with HR Works.